Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're watching the brand new Fox comedy, Rel. So stay tuned to the end for BJ to explain Rel's haircut to us. It's like, I don't even know, did he sleep weird? Was he it- wearing a weird hat? I like, think you said it looks like someone set something on the side of his head and just flattened one, just one piece. Yeah, like just one right, section. Right above the hairline. But I think it's explained away. I think his hair is supposed to look bad. That flattening was confusing, but his hair is supposed to look bad because of the premise of the show, which, Beach, you ready to explain it? Sure. So Rel is based off of the main character, Little Rel. Lil, Lil Rel? Lil, 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 Lil Rel. Lil, Lil Rel. <laughs> it's like the rural juror. Lil Rel. Playing a character also named Lil Rel, mm-hmm. who is a nurse, and he is recently divorced, separated from his wife and family in Chicago because his barber slept with his wife, and that led to a series of events ending his marriage. A huge breach of trust. Yeah, I think my immediate reaction to this show is that it's just like super black. It's a black cast. It's a it's an all it's a nearly all or all black cast, but also just in its culture, it's set in Chicago, which is where Rel is from. There is like no breach of trust greater than between I assume a man and his partner, in this case, Rel's wife, and then a man and uh, his barber, because it's so hard to find a barber and one that you can visit regularly that you trust with your hair. Fun fact, my first barber who cut my hair from like my first haircut up to probably when I, before I moved up to the, the D.C. area is my godfather. That's that's how it works. My hairdresser, where I grew up before I moved to the D.C. area, had been my hairdresser since I was a child like it just you just build this trust they know your hair whenever I go back to Atlanta I visit her and she mm-hmm. like tisk tisks like whatever <laughs> my hairdresser <laughs> does in DC She's like, you see what they're doing they need to do this and obviously I'll never be bold enough to push back on what my hairdressers are doing so I just disappoint her like every <laughs> Christmas and Thanksgiving <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's super black. There's the relationship with your barber and your wife being viewed almost equally as like his whole, whole town discusses it. There's just the blackness of the way that they roast each other. They even have um, DC Young Fly, who is like an online personality, a TV personality, and he's on Wild and Out, and he like roasts Rel in like a really classic. It kind of reminds me of um, Young Jock's song, Looking Ass. It's just a long set of roasts, like SpongeBob looking ass, blah, 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 looking like it's like that. The incorporation of DC Young Fly, the incorporation of Jess Hilarious, another comedian who was famous from the Internet, uh, the incorporation of the black church, the incorporation between uh, of his relationship between himself, his brother, his father, the nickname thing where in the black community, if you get a nickname when you're young, it's your nickname forever. It just felt so black and Chicago I'm not from Chicago but there were nods I I think I recognized to the city especially when they all went two-stepping for a date it it was a cool show I liked it what what were your thoughts it was fun I think the characters interactions were really natural and how they kind of all pick on each other and aren't afraid to laugh at each other I think that shows like 
true friendship when you can laugh at your friends, but it's not, I mean, it might hurt a little, but you know, they still love you. That's what I tell myself after every single time <laughs> you play me. <laughs> like, oh, he loves me. It's fine. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> uh, but Rel has t- basically two people, two friends that he spends most of his time with. Um, one is Nat, which is actually his brother, who is not a crack dealer. He is an ex-ecstasy dealer. He's reformed, supposedly. And then also Brittany. So she's kind of our main female character in the cast, mm-hmm. slash his best friend. It seems like from childhood, they grew up together. They're probably the same age. Yeah. And they're really just going at each other all the time. And that's also how we get into our main plot of this first episode, because Brittany has a friend, Loose Boots Monica. <laughs> <laughs> And Nat and Brittany are saying that Lil Rel needs to try and move on and maybe start dating again and kind of stop thinking about the barber and the rumor. Well, not the rumors, but the gossip. Yeah. And uh, not to go back or not to interrupt, but his dad is Sinbad, which is awesome. Like that is great casting because he's delightful in that role. He makes me think of on Blackish. Um, Lawrence Fishburne as Anthony Anderson's father just that no nonsense older black comedian or anytime John Witherspoon does anything like just a no nonsense older black comedian just like having fun with their role and then you know saying lines for like five minutes and then wandering off you know Sinbad you can tell he's definitely having fun he's having fun with it Mm -hmm. my impression is that it could have been like a cheesy sitcom and there are cheesy moments, especially since it's multicam in front of an audience. But Kid Fury said this on The Read, which is another podcast, that it felt like those UPN sitcoms that we grew up on. It had that vibe of all all of us and all in the family. Not all in the family. <laughs> Archie wow. Bunker. Moesha. But <laughs> Moesha. Like it just had that vibe. It's a style. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked that. I don't know. Maybe I'm regressing, but it felt very homey to me Mm -hmm. to to watch. Plot wise, do you feel like there is enough to fill a season? Like, do you think that you will be invested in their antics or do you think there will be some overarching storyline we'll see? Yeah, I, I agree. I'm curious about what it means for the plot. I think there's a lot of opportunities because he's FaceTimed his kids, but we haven't seen them yet. So mm-hmm. there might be some stuff there with his dynamic with his kids. We haven't seen his ex-wife or separated wife yet. So there might be some dynamics there. And I think just newly navigating the world as a single person might be interesting. And if they bring more comedians on, because um, I think another thing that saves them from being too cheesy, it's like, they're all pretty talented, not pretty, they're very talented comedians. So I think that could help keep things going. But I agree. The premise is like super simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? I agree. It's a simple premise, which can be good or bad. It might be too early to tell if they're not giving themselves enough of a direction or maybe they are leaving it open enough that they can really do anything moving forward. I kind of get the feeling we're not going to see his children or his wife anytime Mm. soon Mm -hmm. i kind of think they're going to be the characters you only see or you only hear about through phone calls which could be interesting you know just kind of what we saw in this episode he's lying about 
his apartment being set up and ready for his kids to come yeah. visit. And that could be like a running gag for a while that whatever he's telling them on the phone doesn't match up with what the audience is seeing play out. That's true. But I think I, I just hope that it doesn't become like date of the week with the episodes. Like, oh, almost like a procedural like a yeah. crime procedural, but with dating. <laughs> sometimes dating is as tragic. No, let me not say that. <laughs> let me not compare that to like death. Um, uh, they're similar. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I mean, so on Mom on CBS, which is that show starring Allison Janney and Anna Ferris, they wrote off the kids. So the kids kind of appear like they do now on rel with like through FaceTime and and phone calls, but Mm -hmm. they just developed the characters so much of Anna Ferris and her mom and the other women that they talked to that they realized the nexus of the show would be the relationships between those women. So do you think maybe there's an opportunity for there to be such dope character development that we'll just care more about rel and his friends and his family over his relationship with his kids and his ex-wife. Maybe they preempted that. But yeah, I think that's the vibe I'm getting. That it's really going to be the characters we see now. And we're mm. just going to hear about the kids and the wife, ex-wife. Because kids are tricky. Like, You're kids right. can be really hit or miss on TV shows. You're 100% right. Oh, actually, one more thing before we get to ratings. One thing that made me laugh, and it's a little bit morbid, is... It also alludes to the fact that the show is very black. The pastor telling everyone's business at the pulpit because like he thought his brother didn't tell his dad. His brother obviously told his dad. His dad told the pastor. The pastor blasted his business. Is I remember one time I was at like a very southern black church with my friend. Her her family took me and the pastor was like everyone pray for brother so and so he is dealing with x kind of cancer and it was like the prognosis is not good they told him he has four months like they basically the pastor basically told their entire business at the pulpit and he was like everyone get up and lay hands on him and that family looked like if y'all get up out of those seats and come over here like please leave us be that moment was very sad and uncomfortable but it makes me laugh that like really all of your business is told at the pulpit like the fact that that whole church got up to lay hands on rel because his wife left him from his barber like i witnessed that myself like in person when someone was sick yeah that was horrifying you can instantly feel the uncomfortableness that rel was experiencing and you were just like no don't point to me don't look at me don't come near Mm -hmm. me but he was trapped and then Loose Boots Monica, all her business, <laughs> business was spread to the church too when she shattered, not broke, shattered both her ankles. Yes. None of your business is safe if it if if the pastor gets even a whiff of it. Like I just I just love that. And I don't know if that's like I think that's true of a lot of Southern and charismatic churches, period. Like whether or not it's the black church or outside of like race. But it just it just made me laugh so hard. Yeah, it's definitely a Southern thing. I think churches, small communities like that, mm-hmm. like this, probably this neighborhood in Chicago, they very yeah. much treat each other like family members. So it's like, if you're going through something, I want to know. I'm, of course, going to tell me too, because mm-hmm. she's basically like your sister. So she needs to know. Yep. And then the news is just going to spread. Yep, because I've already texted 10 people. While I'm telling you, you were just... Yeah, like while you're like, don't tell anybody, but that reminds me of um, 
in living color the Wayans sketch comedy show of Kim Wayans had this sketch where she was the neighbor lady with all the gossip and she'd be like you didn't hear from me but or don't tell anyone but and it's just okay so now let's uh get to the rating what what would you what or sorry if you have any other thoughts um I remember you said you liked that Rel plays the pastor as well you enjoyed that. That felt very black too. It, didn't it feel very like Clumps or Big Mama's House or whatever, where you play like multiple characters? Yes. It just felt very like Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence. Like it just felt very black. It, this was a, this was a surprisingly black show for Sunday Night Fox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think I think based on how successful things that have been appear- appealing to, I don't even want to say niche audiences, but specific audiences. Like those of all, like Black Panther did really well. Crazy Rich Asians did really well. Searching is doing well. Like who who says that can't translate to Sunday night TV? Exactly. As long as it's entertaining, that's all that matters. And they're all talented on this show. I yes, feel like it could have been laughed. so cheesy. And it, it was wasn't. cheesy. <laughs> I don't think it was as cheesy as it could have been. I think it was that's true. sitcom cheesy. But I don't think it was, like, so cheesy. This was well done for a sitcom. Yes. So what's your rating? My rating for Rel is would not watch. Mm, And I probably think it's going to get canceled after one season. But (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed watching the pilot with you. (laughs) That's a consolation prize. Okay. What's your um, rating? I would watch again casually. I don't want to say seriously, though I do plan to watch it sequentially. I want to give it like a couple more episodes because I I, mm. I really laughed throughout this pilot. Like truly, it made me laugh. Every joke. Every joke landed with me. But I also think, I don't know what my patience is for multicam sitcom, though I do oh, like mom. Interesting. So... Yeah, I would watch again casually. Uh, I, I want to give it a few more episodes before I either like jump in and dive deep or mm-hmm. not watch anymore. And it also depends on what else is on on Sunday at that time. Mm, but shout different. out to Ralph for getting this show. This is like a big deal. Yeah, it's always a big deal to get your own show, especially when they name it after you, yes. inspired by your own life. Yes. This Props is awesome. to him even though you're never going to watch this show again and assume that it will be off the air in 10 episodes or whatever. Yep. (laughs) So if you want to listen to more episodes of the Pilot Podcast, because we don't have plans to go off the air anytime soon, (laughs) head to thepilotpodcast.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And please leave us a rating and review. We really appreciate it. A five-star rating, please. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. And you can send us meal prep recipes, characters you want BJ to dress up as in The Clumps or Naughty Professor um, uh, to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.